This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows or to subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So today we're going to talk about something that you may have had a relationship with for decades, your 401k. Even if you've only put money from a single paycheck into your 401k, you have made a sacrifice of some personal happiness today in exchange for a goal of security in your future. So what happens if you leave a job or you need to roll over your 401k? That's what we're going to talk about today. But before we take a look into that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, Peter, I'm doing good, but you said... Um, you may have had a relationship with your 401k. Uh, I'm just thinking, I don't know about that. And please don't tell my wife. Yeah, um, I know. I, I kind of put that in there, hopefully to get someone attention, but really it, it is a relationship. It's a long-term relationship you have with your money. So, and I won't tell your wife, I promise. Well, hopefully it's a long-term relationship with your money. Unfortunately for many, it's a short-term relationship <laughs> because your money goes easily, but that's why you are here. And I know this is something you help uh, your clients with, uh, ways mm-hmm. to hang on to their money or hang on to more of it. Uh, but as for how I'm doing, uh, I'm hanging in there. You know, my wife and my family, the kids were hunkered down. Uh, we're still doing the stay-at-home thing, but my wife and I have been working from home I think that's going to be easing up here in the near future, at least a little bit. But for now, I'm in my home studio, but I can't complain. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, I'm comfortable. How about you? How are you doing, Peter? Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, We are hunkered down here at home. Uh, My wife is a teacher, so she's doing the remote learning with uh, her kids at school, and I'm hunkered down in my office, uh, and both of our children are home. So, uh, but also there seems to be light at the end of the tunnel there's talk about easing some of the restrictions for the stay at home and such. So we'll see, but yeah, uh, yeah we're hunkering down. I can't complain either. Uh, you know, we're warm and well-fed and happy. So yeah. Yeah. And, health, and healthy. So yeah, that's, that's the, important the key part. right now. Yeah. Staying yeah. healthy. And I think that's so important. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy out there. Uh, yeah, but speaking absolutely. of a relationship with your 401k, I kind of have a love hate relationship with mine. I mean, uh, <laughs> here's why, Peter, because I love to see that account balance go up, but I also hate to think about uh, what I could be doing with that money I'm putting into it every month. You know what I mean? I see that money coming out of my check to go to the 401k plan, the retirement plan. Uh, but I'm like, oh man, if I had that money, here's what I would do with it. 
right? Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying, Tony, but and you're not alone in that thinking, but you have to keep in mind, it is such a valuable tool um, that's going to help you with retirement income uh, that's not necessarily perfect, but it's something that you have to use. That's why we're going to talk a bit today, not just about your 401k, but also useful information about those rollovers as well to make sure that money stays where it needs to, to make sure you have it when you retire. Yeah, that's, that's key right there. Uh, but why do you think now, uh, with everything that's going on, why is this an important time for people to uh, think about 401k rollovers or for us to be talking about it? Well, Tony, honestly, you got to take the bigger picture and the longer view into play. So over the last 50 years, how we have funded retirement has changed, right? So in today's world, uh, you don't have pay, you know, pensions are few and far between. Social Security, I mean, if you're older than 55, Social Security is going to be there. But the truth of the matter is if you're younger than probably 50 or 55, Social Security very likely is going to change uh, in the way that it looks now. So what what happens is 401ks have become the central areas for retirement savings. On top of that, people are changing jobs far more frequently than they have in the past. Government research has shown that baby boomers, the younger end of the baby boomers, have averaged 12 different jobs between the ages of 18 and 48. And because 401ks are tied to jobs, that leaves a lot of different accounts over the course of your career. Oh, so when we leave our jobs or when people are leaving jobs to go to another one, which is kind of the norm now, as you mentioned, they have to make a rollover decision then about their 401k, right? Well, kind of. They can make a decision about rolling over the 401k, but often they don't have to, uh, and often they don't. Um, so generally, you know, in the whirlwind of starting a new job, what happens to a 401k, a previous 401k, that gets pushed to the back burner, right? Because you're starting a new job, your attention is elsewhere. So when we work with folks, what we often see is that there's a, a string of multiple uh, 401ks spread across several plans, and those those accounts are not working in a comprehensive retirement plan for them and their family. That's why it's important to one, understand how 401ks work, but also understand how to roll them over and to avoid the pitfalls that could go with that. Yeah. And I imagine there are a number of them and that's why we're doing the show here today. So it sounds helpful though. I'm excited to dive into this, but uh, let's take this time to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, because I know you have a lot of information on 401k rollovers and you're offering a complimentary consultation, right? And you can do that virtually during this time, too. Yeah, absolutely. So so like you mentioned, we offer uh, a consultations with folks who may have questions about the retirement plan, even if they are, have one um, that's been designed by another advisor, as we always joke around, you can't get a, a second opinion from the person who gave you your first. So <laughs> we're happy to sit down with folks, uh, talk to them about their situation, take a look at their 401ks or their accounts and talk to them how to potentially roll them over and create a more cohesive plan and do it with, with advisors that are fiduciaries, folks that have their best interest at heart. So if, if folks are interested in, in scheduling a meeting, they can give us a call at 8 866-360-2724 or go to the website the ivag.com and on that page there's a place where you could schedule a meeting we're happy to do face-to-face meetings if if that's okay with you but certainly given the times we're also doing virtual meetings with folks yeah and i think that's really important now uh and now is the time because uh, i know that we're going to jump into this a little more but taxes are low the market's fluctuating and, and is lower than typical. So 
now it might be the time to roll over that 401k, maybe into a Roth IRA or some uh, other tax advantaged account, right? Yeah. So this is this is what we we want to make sure people do is that when they have this money to make sure that it's uh, we roll it over in a tax advantage way. But we're also taking a look at the risk that may be present in their their current portfolio and make sure it matches with where they are in their overall retirement plan. Well, that seems like a, a great plan. So where do we start with all this, especially regarding the taxes? So one of the first things you want to make sure, Tony, is to avoid unnecessary tax penalties, but also try to keep taxation at a minimum. So to do that, we need a little background. So let's first talk about the way 401ks are tax advantaged. The way I like to explain it to people is when you put money into a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with the government. The government lets you put that money in without paying any taxes on it, and you agree to leave that money there until you retire. And in for the government, that's about that's 59 and a half. That's their retirement age. If you break that or you take that money out early, you aren't keeping your end of the deal, and the government is going to hit you where it hurts in your wallet. Wow. Uh, so you mean hit hit us with penalties, right? Yeah, you, exactly, Tony. So you're going to be taxing the money that comes out of your 401k regardless. So there's the first piece of money that comes out of your wallet. But additionally, if you pull it out before the age 59 and a half, you're going to be hit with a penalty as well. There are a couple exceptions to that. If you lose employment or you have a disability or a divorce decree, there's some exceptions. But overall, you're going to end up paying a penalty. So the combination of taxes and penalties could be painful to the point where you're looking at maybe up to two thirds uh, of your account balance being left or a third of it going to Uncle Sam. And if you're young, you're also going to end up sacrificing the growth that could come with keeping your money in a retirement account. So while it's tempting to see your 401k, you know, when you leave a job as a windfall or something that you can go in and raid for extra money, I advise clients to think very, very carefully about cashing that account out. Yeah. And that seems like good advice right there. And you also said something about keeping taxation to a minimum. How can you avoid taxes when you take a withdrawal from your 401k? Well, the short answer is you can't. The money that comes out of that account is going to appear on your tax form. You know, it goes back to that whole concept of the agreement that you made with the government when you put the funds in. The government agreed not to tax your money when you put it in, but when you retire and start taking distributions, they're going to, to tax that money. The benefit to you is that in most cases, your income and your taxes are lower in retirement, and also any of the gains are only going to be um, taxed as ordinary income and not capital gains. So while you can't control the fact that you'll pay taxes on your distribution, you can take some control over when and how you'll pay. Okay, so uh, we all know the line uh, about death and taxes. Uh, <laughs> you can't avoid either one. Uh, they're definite. Uh, of course, I had a third one. Uh, three things are for certain in life, death, taxes, and pizza. <laughs> now the pizza one it's certain in my life because uh, I'm certainly yeah, going to have pizza. So but there's always uh, going to be a great debate on pizza Tony what what kind of pizza? That's, <laughs> well that's that's true. We we don't have time for that. That's a I know, that's a five part live. series that we'll start next week. Yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> so how is it possible though to control the taxes on this at all? Yeah, so 
So that's a good question. I'm glad you. I'm glad that you asked that. Here's how. So your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income, right? I mentioned that. So whether you take a dollar out or a million dollars out, it's going to be taxed as, as ordinary income. If the amount of the distribution pushes you into the next tax bracket, you're going to end up paying more taxes on every dollar that falls over that threshold. That's not ideal. That's not what we're trying to do. So you know, everyone's situation is different, but there are a couple ways to structure this. One of them is to, to take tax deferred distributions over a period of time in smaller amounts. Or another way is to balance withdrawals from tax deferred accounts and tax free accounts like a Roth uh, or a properly structured insurance policy. Since those accounts include money that has already been taxed, it won't be treated as ordinary income and could help you control the tax bracket that you fall in. After all, it's not about the money that you make. It's how much you keep yeah yeah that's true there you go it's it's what you keep uh that's the key right there and and i'm certainly somebody who likes to keep as much of my money as possible (laughs) Uh, i think that brings us to the next topic though uh that you wanted to talk about regarding 401k rollovers Yeah, so the next topic I want to touch upon is how do you actually roll it over? Um, The concept here is a direct rollover uh, and how this is really the best way to do it. It's a mistake-proof option for rolling over your 401k. Yeah, and and I'm not entirely sure what the direct rollover is uh, versus other options, so maybe you could explain that for us. Sure, I'd be happy to, Tony. So let me elaborate on the direct over or rollovers in general, actually. So when you're rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct rollover or an indirect rollover. When you do a direct rollover, your funds move directly from your 401k into a new IRA. This money never crosses your path. This option is the most preferable because it is mistake proof. Ah, I like that. Uh, mistake proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So how does an, a direct rollover then compare to an indirect one? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So an indirect rollover is actually a rollover in which you take the possession of the money from your 401k and you are then responsible for putting it into another 401k or a retirement account, an IRA. And this is where it starts to get tricky. So while there are many rules and regulations that are associated with 401ks, one of the rules that is easily overlooked is the 60-day rule. This mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k, you must complete your rollover within 60 days where the IRS is going to consider that a withdrawal. Well, what happens when you withdraw money from your 401k? It gets taxed. And if you're younger than 59 and a half, you're also going to pay a penalty. Okay. So there you go with the penalty talk again. Yeah. uh, I don't like it either. Uh, I'm not (laughs) one who's very happy paying Uncle Sam any more money than he has to. So that's why, again, it's, it's very important that you explore your rollover options and you do so um, with someone that understands how these work. And keep in mind, uh, if you're doing direct rollovers, you can do as many of those in a given year as you want. When you do indirect rollovers, you're limited to only doing one in a 12-month period. So if you're not paying attention and you do more than one of those rollovers, you're going to be in even more trouble uh, with the IRS. Well, that sounds like even more of a reason to work with a financial professional like yourselves uh, there, uh, a financial professional you can trust who's a fiduciary. I I think that's very important. In fact, let's take a moment to let our listeners out there know uh, how they can set up that complimentary consultation or get more information on 401ks or 401k rollovers. 
Sure, Tony. So as I mentioned before, our phone number is 866-360-2724. And, and you know, our goal at the Ivy League Advisory Group is to work with people um, in the planning process to give them as much information and clarity um, so that they can make these rollovers, uh, one, with confidence so that they know that the mechanics of that rollover is going to occur correctly, but also that the money that they have saved and put into these uh, different accounts is going to work for them in a manner um, that's going to help their retirement income down the road. So again, if you want to continue or delve deeper into some of the topics we're talking about today um, to your specific plan, give us a call 866-360-2724 or check out our website, theivag.com and schedule a meeting. Um, and we can c- continue that conversation and look at your situation because everyone is going to be a bit different. Um, we want to make sure we're doing things in the, in the right manner for you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this has been uh, quite the conversation. I find all this information very enlightening, and that's surprising to me in a way because I felt before we did the show today that I knew a lot about 401ks. Um, Should we move on to the next topic? Yeah, Tony, let's get to it. So the next thing I like to tell people about is a little known strategy that they can use to help their 401k growing. Now, this is not a huge secret necessarily, but it is something that people often forget about or overlook, and it's the power of compact interest and the fact that it can be an amazing ally in your retirement savings. Compound interest is essentially interest on top of interest in an account. This might not sound important, but it can come into play with long-term investment strategies like a 401k. Wow. So to me, it's easy to see how important uh, early contributions could be uh, to a 401k. Uh, Obviously, the longer your money's invested, the more time it has to reap the benefits that the compounding interest provides. But this isn't groundbreaking information, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, Tony, I can't can't really take credit for it. Um, But, you know, people tend to lose sight of the big picture, especially if they're in a transition to a new job or all of a sudden they're in a pinch for money. They lose the big picture. Right. So what I want to just make sure is that you're not paying taxes or penalties on the money when you remove it. And if you do, what happens is you do pay those taxes and you do pay those penalties. And you're also giving up years of potential growth from this compound interest. So instead of cashing it out, I I often like to share with people and say, Hey, look, you have a couple options here for your 401k when you switch job, right? The first one is if your employer allows it, you, you can leave that money in your 401k. However, um, you know, depending on how often you change jobs, it can get hard to track those old accounts. The second option, you always can roll over that 401k into a new 401k if they have one. And if you if you like the investment options and the fees that are in your new 401k option. And the third way you can go about rolling over your 401k is putting it into an individual retirement account. And to be honest with you, that to me is the one that makes the most sense because it potentially gives you the most control over your money. And again, that's why I like it the most. You have the most control over the options that you have, as well as um, the fees that you're going to pay. So while taking the money and run can seem like a valuable or viable option to you, um, it can have a huge impact on the amount of money that you could save over a long period of time. Well, great. And what's that you mentioned about it being hard to keep track of old accounts? Yeah, you know, Tony, get a load of this. Wait until you hear this number. So according to a USA Today article back in February of 2018, Americans lost track of more than $7.7 billion in retirement savings alone in 2015. Wow. 
Yeah. I just got nauseated. That's real money. Uh, even yeah, even to you, that's got to be real money. It's <laughs> a B. It's billion yeah. with a B. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. It's truly a staggering number. And keep in mind that number is just in one year that was left behind. Uh, but I found that for my clients, it is very easy to lose track of the old 401k accounts. And while many uh, companies are required and may try to fulfill their obligation to track you down, it's not always easy, right? Especially if you move, if you change names due to a marriage or divorce. So all of a sudden, you know, those accounts are there, but all of a sudden they kind of drop off your radar. So you don't want that to happen to you. And because a lost account also means uh, a lost retirement income for you down the road. Okay. So what if somebody were to pass away? Do accounts get lost in that way too? You know, Tony, that's also, uh, that's a really great question and something that, you know, no one wants to talk about death, but it's something that we, we have to think about when we're dealing with these accounts. So there's a couple of ways to avoid having 401ks uh, get lost um, if someone passes away. One of them is consolidating these accounts into one account. Another way is using an online tool. So for our clients, we have something called the generational vault. This is essentially a digital safety deposit box where they can store all of their important documents digitally and can access them 24-7. We also make sure that when we meet with people, that when we're doing plan reviews, for example, those plan reviews also include a beneficiary review to make sure that that information is correct. Because if it's not, then that money is, is going to get lost or go into the court system um, and not maybe not pass on to who it's supposed to. So, yeah. you know, I tell people, hey, you've saved this money for many years. Obviously, the point of it is to create income for retirement. But if there's any left over, you also want it to go to to your family and who you designate to it. And if you don't have any beneficiaries, if they're not correct, then that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think that's really important to note. Uh, beneficiary designations are always critical. And I know that's something you help your clients out with. But I think that just leaves one more item from your 401k uh, discussion here, right? Yeah, sure. There's one more item that I'd like to discuss how one move could be your last when it comes to your retirement account. Okay. How do you mean your last? So this means that are ways where you don't have to be concerned about your 401k roll, rollover for an extended period of time. One single move could help alleviate that. So as I mentioned before, because you're very likely to have more control over an IRA than you do in a 401k as a landing spot for your rollover. With your employer-sponsored plan, uh, like a 401k, you can be limited in how you can allocate your money between several pre-selected investments. If you don't like those investments, well, there's not much you can do about it. In contrast, with an IRA as a final destination for these rollovers, you have, again, more control, right? You have a larger universe of investments to choose from. Uh, the fees very likely will be more favorable to you, and it's going to be easier to track one, track one IRA than several 401ks, 401k accounts. Yeah. And if you're somebody like me who gets a little nervous when people start talking about investment decisions, you can always seek the help of a financial professional, right? Absolutely. Because a financial professional, a truly good financial professional is going to help you take a look at the IRA and find one that's going to fit your needs, right? They come in all shapes and sizes from do-it-yourself plans uh, to essentially hand it off to a professional to one that is a little bit more involved. The key is finding a balance between the independence and professional assistance that works best for you uh, and at a price that you're willing to pay. 
And again, having more control over it and working with an advisor that's going to allow you to to find that sweet spot for the right IRA for yourself. Now, I want to be clear about one thing, Tony, is that, you know, moving it into an IRA may not be right for everyone, right? Because 401ks and IRAs, though they're retirement accounts, they are different. For example... If you're a first-time home buyer, you're able to go into an IRA and take a $10,000 distribution um, without any penalties for that. You can't do that in a 401k. While on the other side, in a 401k, you can actually take a loan out that en- enables you to avoid taxes and use some of that money early, um, which you can't do with an IRA. So again, talking to a professional is important because you have to make sure you're using the right accounts for the needs that you're going to have both in the short term and in the long term. So yeah, the CARES Act, uh, it does change a lot of things or add some uh, different possibilities for retirement plans, right? It certainly does. So the CARES Act is the act that came about uh, because of uh, the coronavirus. And so they the, the government has allowed some exceptions. So I just wanted to touch upon that. I think, though it's not directly related to rollovers, I think it's important information. So let me, if you don't mind, Tony, walk through a couple of these quickly, just sure. as a bit of information, if that's okay. So the CARES Act allows people to take special distributions and loans from tax advantage retirement accounts up to $100,000 without any penalties. It also is going to waive the required minimum distributions for 401k. So those are distributions that when you reach a certain age, you have to take. So those are waived um, for the coming year, as well as the 10% penalty is also being waived on that $100,000. So they're going to have, account owners will have to pay those distributions back over three years, um, and they can make extra payments and repay it early. But it is kind of an adjustment to some of the rules in light of what's happening because of the coronavirus. Uh, there aren't any defined sunsets to when these will not be able to be used, but I would uh, I would assume um, by the end of the year things will revert back to to the normal situation. Yeah, and so uh, that's good to know about those changes and some of the advantages that people can uh, take out there regarding their retirement accounts during this time because of the CARES Act. Now it's been a great discussion. Obviously, there's even more we could have covered, but our listeners probably have questions and they should give you a call, right? They should. Yeah. As I, as I've mentioned a couple times, our phone number is 866-360-2724. And, and if you want to have a conversation, one about uh, your overall retirement plan, what does it look like? Can you afford to retire? Uh, how do we create a stream of income that's going to last through retirement? That's a starting point. And then we're going to take a look, you know, if you have questions about your 401ks or, or, you know, 403bs, those types of retirement accounts that you may have accumulated over the years, how do we make sure we put those accounts um, to good use to make sure you have a comprehensive retirement plan that's taking risk into account, that's taking taxation into account, that's taking making sure the money is going to continue um, to go to your beneficiaries. All those pieces have to be taken together. And we would do that over uh, a couple of appointments that are, are cert- certainly complimentary. But the process is either giving us a call at the number I mentioned before, 866-360-2724, or hop onto our website, theivag.com, uh, and schedule an appointment that way. We're still doing face-to-face meetings, if that's what you like to do, but certainly we're also doing virtual meetings Um as uh, because of the current situation. All right. Well, that sounds very helpful. And that meeting is complimentary. There's no cost, no obligation. Take a look at where you're at. You can't get a a second opinion from the person who gave you the first. 
So I think it's really important, especially right now, with the way everything is. Uh, great show today, Peter. I learned a lot about 401ks and 401k rollovers and some important information about the CARES Act. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Join us again soon for another episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast, where Tony and I will discuss either pizza or some sort of financial uh, topic. We haven't decided yet, um, but certainly tune in next time and you'll find out. So thanks, everyone. Stay healthy uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.